Hi, welcome to the coffee celebration. I'm your host, Wendy Steinberg, and today's guest is Teresa Ramirez. She's a motivational speaker and a kindness ambassador, and I'm really grateful that you found me, um, and I'm excited to hear a little bit more about your platform, but before we get into all that, um, tell our listeners where you're from. Hey everybody, and thank you so much for having me, Wendy. Um, I am from right here in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I um, reside here with my pets, Noelle, who you see in my videos now all the time, and Marvin, who may pop in and join us. You just never know. He's my cat. <laughs> so, in the end, um, when I'm not working on my kindness, uh, which is actually lifestyle, so it's kind of always working on my kindness, um, I do volunteer work at the Home for Life for um, women who are facing unplanned pregnancies. Oh, that's amazing. It is. It's a very amazing place. I didn't even know we had a resource like that in the Cincinnati area. It's in up in Lebanon. Okay. And they, they do. So if someone's facing um, an unplanned pregnancy and they're lacking resources and supports, it's actually a residential facility. So they can live there. Um, they're all there to help. They can live there, you know, Everything's provided and they just help them heal as well. Yeah. So how did you find yourself in the, has, like, has it always been an internal drive to be a motivational speaker, to find your niche in spreading kindness and love where you go? Or how did you kind of find that platform for yourself? I found this really, I truly, um, feel that it was uh, divinely inspired and I, and it goes back and this is where it, you know, you don't know where this came from, but there was a school shooting in Parkland, Florida back. What is that? 2017, 2018 now. Yeah. And I was just compelled to write a letter empathizing with them, sympathizing with them, grieving with them. And then it was, Hey, I bet you can do something to keep this from happening again. And that's, you know, look at your fellow students differently and, you know, go sit with that person who's all alone at lunch, you know, go make sure you're talking. Uh, if somebody drops their books in the hallway or pencils, my nieces and nephews says everybody drops pencils these days, um, you know, pick them up, anything to give them a hand. Um, if you know, there's a disabled at my one nephew's school, there's a disabled person. Um, he can't carry his lunch tray. So my nephew does that for him. And now they sit together and they're good friends. They didn't know each other before. So that's how I got started. And then I was talking to kids because that's where my focus was. So let's come on, you guys. We can do this. You can do this. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And everybody's on social media. Mm -hmm. And I started... I started looking what adults are posting on social media and was absolutely really looking. I was just appalled at how nasty adults were being to each other. So I shifted my focus. I still talk to kids if you want me to, but um, I shifted my focus to say, okay, parents, you're the CEO of your family. Absolutely. So what values, what philosophy do you want to instill yeah. in your family and then you have to watch. Kids are watching and listening to you all the time. And I think that we forget that sometimes yeah. as parents. So, you know, if you post something nasty on your Facebook page, your kid's going to see that. And so, and is that what you want your child to learn? Right. 
So um, I refocused it and said, okay, parents, let's work on being the CEO. And you ha- and sometimes parents have to stop and think, well, what do I value? I found that out. They really oh, hadn't defined that in their own mind. <laughs> right. Sometimes as parents, we find ourselves in a more reactionary state mm-hmm. and, you know, just waiting for something to happen so that we never think about, and I've had to have that shift too. Yes. Proactive. And maybe that can lay a stronger foundation than being reactive, you know? Um, exactly. So with COVID, did you then, um, how did you get the word out? How did you market yourself? How did you? I started just, I started, um, our, I revamped what I was doing. And then just started reaching out to people like yourselves on podcasts and saying, hey, would this be of any interest to your listeners? And I've had quite a great response. And so that's how I'm getting out there. And I'm getting more and more speaking engagements, which I can talk to schools, PTOs, clubs, organizations, any of those things. I'm more than happy to come out and help. Oh, my goodness. So you still are keeping kids in mind. You're working with parents because that's the route. Um, you do motivational speaking and, um, was this something, I mean, I know you said you started maybe after the Parkland shooting, but then, um, as I mean, there had to be, I guess, what did you do beforehand? And is this like the only thing you do now? Do you know what I mean? I, I was in, I was in corporate America for a long time and, um, I, did an early retirement because at the time I was also caring for my parents and I was between Cincinnati and Columbus a lot sure. and it got to be, I was, it got to be too much. So right. I took, I took the early retirement and um, finished focusing on their last final years and now have really amped up, so to speak, the journey and kindness message. And I don't want, and that's one of the things I want to emphasize is I'm, I'm not beating up on parents. It is just, it is, it's just, there's no, there's no guidebook for parents. Mm -hmm. And um, we just, and I, my ideas are more to weave, how to weave kindness into your just day-to-day, the easy, make it easy peasy, and then build on that from there. Yeah, absolutely. And it's hard for parents. We have to really sit back, take stock, evaluate our behavior, and Mm -hmm. decide how to move forward. Um, I used to be like a really angry mom when my kids were little um, because nothing was coming easy, you know, and yeah. I was working full time and um, my oldest was showing special needs and, and it just felt like so much on my plate that I didn't want to be the angry mom anymore. And I had to stop and it does, it takes years. It's not something that yes. happens overnight. And um yeah, it, and it's a constant reminder and working on just like anything else that you're choosing to work on, right? I mean, right, absolutely. And that's why I call it a journey. It is a journey and kindness because it is, you know, and I think back before when I started, which was more than 2019 when I really started doing stuff. Yeah. And it's, it takes time. It takes time. Mm-hmm. So you have to have patience with yourself saying, mm-hmm. I want to do this. And, you know, I have little tricks to help remind you sticky notes. I'm a great fan of sticky notes Um, or, you know, when they used to call them in the back in the day, worry stones or things like that. Um, I bought those. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, this is a piece of rose quartz somebody gave me as a gift. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it helps, you right. know, that's just one more thing. And like sticky notes, I put them everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. People are like, okay, this is kind of weird. I said, but you know, and I can, I've started to take some of them down. I said, this is nothing from where I started. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. So whatever you need to help remind you to, you know, when you're in the grocery store and you've got your kids with you, if you're a single parent, especially you have your kids with you all the time. Yeah. And, you know, if your grocery stores are somewhere, most people end up going. So put your cart back in the cart corral. If you see a cart in a parking space, have your kids run and get it. And I said, well, we'll just take that one. That doesn't cost any money and it doesn't take any time. You're walking up to the store anyway. So you, that's one more thing you have woven into your day to day, holding open doors. And, and I don't know what has happened, but please. And thank you. I don't know what happened, but people have forgot the basic manners. So it's just that those are just simple things to weave through your day. That doesn't add a lot of time um, and it doesn't cost you anything. So um, that, that is a really good segue to this question is mm-hmm. sometimes there are different attributes associated with different generations. Um, yes. Now I'm in my fifties. All right. So I'm, I'm not the current generation, um, <laughs> but I have had experience um, with entitled young people and um, you know, if it doesn't benefit them, they won't do something. Have you found in your um, kindness work that sometimes there's pushback because there's not that immediate gratification with maybe the younger population that you serve? You know, I'm not. Um, And it's funny because my oldest is 30 and he works where he hires people. And he said, hey, these 20 somethings are coming in and expect just to have the top pay and not have to do anything. And, you know, he said, I have to get on them to take out the trash. He said, that's just part of the job. I take out the trash and I run the place. So they they can take out the trash too. And so even the 30 somethings are seeing that, yeah, this next generation coming up is is very entitled. But when I talk to my, I use my nieces and because I also am in my fifties. I talk, speak to my nieces and nephews who are raising the young kids from mm-hmm. infants to well, it's more than 14 years old. So there's a vast array. And I asked them and they're wonderful. <laughs> they just, they're saying, no, we want, I, cause I asked him, I said, what do you want most out of your, for your child? We want them to be happy. And I said, what else do you want? And I, I kind of had to pull it out of them and they want them to be happy and they want them to be compassionate people to other people and be know that they can serve others in a, in a positive way. So I'm not getting a lot so far. I'm not getting a lot of pushback whenever I bring it up to anybody. They're like, Oh, that's so needed right now. That's so needed right now. Um, And I think we've made some baby steps. And like I said, the weaving it into your natural life to make kindness as natural as breathing. They try to keep it simple. Right. And people are doing it. They just, we need to step it up in 2023 and do, do what I think do more um, right. without, again, I don't want to stress you, stress out parents. They do have a lot on their plate without that. But, you know, one niece has a sign in her kitchen. She, every week she puts the kindness message of the week and the kids have to read it. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And that's her reminder 
that yes, my, my children are in the car watching me. And, and right. we can talk about road rage is a whole nother thing that everyone seems to, seems to struggle with. Um, but I have, you know, those tools, again, your sticky note on your horn. Cause I, cause I loved my horn when I started this journey and I put a sticky note right on the horn. It said, stop in big red letters. And it, it worked. Yeah. It yeah. works. And then you, and you're I'm like, what, am, what am I doing? You don't know what's going on with them. And yelling and screaming back and forth solves nothing. And did they really do anything? They cut in front of you. Right. You lost a whole one second of your day. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Big deal. But you have to be working on the little habits and you're making it before you, because you got to practice that pause, as I say, with the sticky note, practice, mm-hmm. practice pause. And it does, it does take practice and you have to be patient with yourself because it does take time. Right. I actually had one of my son's teachers, my middle son, because I have three boys. And she said, um, in her professional opinion, it's actually better for a child to be kind and patient and um, helping others than to know everything and get straight A's. Because that you can learn. Yes. pieces of who a person is that's harder to learn harder to change and you know that still sits with me I mean mm-hmm. she to him when he was in seventh grade and you know now he's in 11th grade and I'm thinking you know what I see that more and more even my kids see in their classrooms that when a child isn't feeling safe or secure it turns into a behavioral issue and you can kind of take a step back and see that maybe they weren't given those tools to regulate themselves or find a way to be kind to somebody or um, even the smallest gesture, like you're saying. So, and to help your children feel more safe and secure, put a note on their bathroom mirror. You're awesome. You rock. You got this. Like um, if they have a math test coming up and they struggle with it, put a sticky note on their math book. And when they open it up to take the test, you got this. Right. You know, you're smart. Um, all those things. And then this other I learned a couple months ago, the value of a hug. Really? And yes. And oh, shoot, Victoria Satir, and she's a psychologist. Okay. And she, four, t- four hugs a day you're surviving eight hugs a day. You're on maintenance mode. Oh my gosh. I know. Isn't this, it is, it's fascinating. 12 hugs a day. You're living, you're doing it more than that. You are thriving. So don't we want our kids to thrive? Right. Send them out the door with a few hugs before they right. even go out the door. And that makes a huge, that's a, oh, again, doesn't take a lot of time and it doesn't cost anything. And it'll make a huge impact on your child. I don't think I'm alive then <laughs> because I was like, four hugs. Did anyone real? I'm like, you're saying that. And I'm like, I don't even get four hugs some days. I'm just like, I'm just living on coffee and time. Oh, <laughs> well, if you have a pet, hug your pet. That counts. Okay, good. <laughs> if you I have a cat or dog, hug okay. your dog. Hug, okay. Give him a big hug. That counts. Okay. And the other, the other study I wanted to mention, because again, people are going to say, well, yeah, this all sounds great in theory. It's all fluff. 
Well, guess what? There's been studies done that if you and I exchange an act of kindness, our serotonin levels go up and serotonin are happy hormones. But the most fascinating thing about those studies is that anyone watching that exchange, their serotonin levels also go up. So now you're spreading that ripple of kindness. And, you know, that's the, you know, in my mind, that's the goal. Spread as many as you can and make it a wave. (laughs) Get those those white caps going (laughs) with those ripples. Well, that's amazing. I never even thought of it in that regard. I just thought that to rewire myself to not be that angry mom, I need to slowly integrate things that I want to be so I can become it. And mm-hmm. the science is proving it. That's amazing. Yeah, love- there's yeah, there's so much out there on it now. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's not just love, people. <laughs> it isn't. Um, let's talk about Savior because I think oh. we have that in common. Um, love it, love it. Were you part of the weekend degree program then? Yes, I was. And I think I was the second class in that of that program to graduate. And it, yeah, it changed my life. You know, it because at that time I was a single parent and I needed to finish my degree to support my kids. And wow. that, that program w- is designed for people just like me. And it made a world of difference in my life. And I am forever grateful to Xavier. So what was your degree in? My degree was actually, it ended up being in communications. Okay. And, and it works. <laughs> and then now I'm putting it to work. Right. Um, well, we no longer have the weekend degree. Um, they kind of uh, dismantled it a little bit. There's still an adult program um, and it's trying to kind of, rebuild a little bit because um we're still keeping that accelerated pace that you probably have yes but they uh back in 2019 they added an organizational leadership degree and you can only get a bachelor of liberal arts as the other degree so um it's changed a little bit but when i saw that connection i was like oh Oh my gosh, I work in that office. So, um, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's lovely. Great, great. It just was a wonderful experience for me. Totally loved it. And you were working at the time, right? I was working full time and raising two boys full time on my own. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But then I think I was not the, you know, and I said, and that was a common story. There were other people that, like we're running group homes and working full time and going to get their degree full time. I was like, I, you know, I said, well, I'm nothing. <laughs> right. You guys are rock stars. <laughs> right. It's adult learners, adult students blow my mind. They really mm-hmm. do because it's so much to juggle. There's the financial piece. Mm-hmm. You have a family outside. Like you said, you were caring for your aging parents at one point. And, yes. and then jump into a degree program, I'm inspired every day, really, because I know I couldn't have done it as a, as a parent, as, I mean, I did get my degrees as, um, in my twenties, but it wasn't like the, the people who are in our program now. So it's pretty remarkable. 
Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And there were people finishing classes up to move on to a master's or a PhD program. So yeah, there was a lot. Amazing. Yeah. They they were, you know, I know I remember Xavier questioned, well, everybody's getting such high, high grades. Mm-hmm. We all looked at him one day. We are the person came in and just wanted to talk to us. And so we said, okay. And we all looked at each other and going, we're not here to play. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I think the difference is we're not 18. Right. <laughs> we're not 18 anymore. And this is, this means so much more to us, not to, to bit downplay um, the kids, but yeah, it just meant more to us. If we're going to do this, we're going to go do it big. Well, you have a different focus. Yes, absolutely. When I was was 17 and I graduated high school, went to college, I was a little too social. Um, Sure. That's normal. And it's getting that activated, right. But coming back with a little bit more intention really does make a world of difference. Mm -hmm. So, wow. So how many times do you usually speak a week? Do you take on clients? How do you manifest, um, I guess, to spread your word? Because you know what? It's necessary. Mm-hmm. We see people across every day, every day. I, I, I can't even tell you. I don't want to say anything to them because then I don't want them to be grumpy to me. But, um, <laughs> you know, but people yeah. are struggling and, and I don't know how. It's spread your work. Yeah. Most most of my work all comes from word of mouth. You know, like when I found you, um, it was through a a dear friend, a mutual friend of ours. Um, So yeah, that it's just all right now it's all word of mouth. That is amazing. That is really amazing. I wonder, um, because I think it would be so amazing not to add work to your plate, but like, (laughs) that's okay. I, 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 like I said, I feel really divinely inspired. So the more okay. at this point, the more, the better <laughs> speaking since we started almost 30 minutes ago, it's like, it's been 30 minutes. I don't even know. <laughs> um, like kindness care packages. Like oh, I, the ideas are endless. Oh, the ideas I, I are endless. Um, I, and I, you know, I can't keep up with my own mind sometimes and it gets, yeah. Sure, I am sure. Oh my gosh. That's because I'm thinking how cool it would it be like in either in high school or in college that like parents can pay you to send their kids this little kindness package. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, as a parent that sometimes it has to come from someone else for it to matter. Um, okay. even though you could tell your children 17 times, <laughs> but then if they get a package from you, they're like, Oh, I'm better. Oh, I'm better. right. It's, it's right. Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Wow. That would be wonderful. Yeah. What? And I do, you know, I do things with classrooms with English teachers, science teachers, there's kindness things they can do in the classroom as well. That is so cool. Um, what has been your favorite, I guess, either speaking engagement or a client that you've worked with that really helped reinforce that this was your thing? Um, oh, 
you know, I, I, I spoke to last year, spoke to the Harrison Rotary Club and they were so inspiring and just, you know, wanted to suck you right in to everything that they do. So they were one of my favorite. They had, they were absolutely one of my favorites. Oh I totally, because they were, it was all adults, but they're like, I never thought of it that way. That's really, oh my gosh. What about this? What about that? And I, you know, they all threw out their ideas and things. I said, yes, share that. <laughs> your, your mission now is to take what you just said and share it with other people. Don't just keep it to yourself. Well, you bring up a great point because um, you hear like rock stars say they get just as much energy from the people attending their concerts. So you probably get just as much energy I do. from either the students or the adults or the audience that you're engaging with because, you know, it's clicking. It's clicking. It is. It is. Know? And like, I, you know, it is that those ripples just start to form those ripples of kindness. You know, I might have got the ball rolling, but people take it and it just starts circling in the room. It's it's wonderful. That's so cool. I could see adults totally getting into it. Oh, yeah. Well, there's some, you know, even people to say, well, I'm kind all the time. I caught my kids' manners and they're like, well, I guess I forgot about that. And oh, yeah, that would that would do. Okay, you know. <laughs> like my my youngest is 13 and he'll even stop me and he'll be like, mommy, that tone you're using right now, I can't handle it. Okay. And I'm like, oh, mommy's in Jack head voice from Will and Grace. Okay. All right. So he gives me that little yes. nudge to kind of tone it down. Because you know, as mothers, we get stressed a little yes. bit. Yes. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's um I guess yeah. those messages are coming just from everywhere. And I also encourage parents, you know, and they're like, well, we're teaching kindness. I said, What well, have do you did you sit down and ask your kid what was the best thing that happened to them today? Mm -hmm. And they they all stop and they're like, mm -hmm. no. And I said, try it. Then ask them what made them laugh today. Right. If they say no, that's really sad. And you don't need to address that. But, uh, you know, and that just starts conversations. And then your right. your child is becoming more comfortable with you. And they are comfortable to say, hey, mom, you're kind of. <laughs> yeah, you need to bring it down a notch over there, mom. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. So if you could, like, just envision like long-term goals what do you see that as um because it's go big or go home right so what absolutely you, what would you envision for your platform like when you get so excited about what you're doing what does that look like I get so excited um you know I'm my newer series is how to be kind in difficult situations but you have to have the building blocks Right. That I've been working on, you know, you have to have those basic building blocks first and then it'll be easier and you, you it'll be easier to take the pause and, and check yourself, so mm -hmm. to speak. Um, but my, my all that my goal right at the moment is to reach 10 million people, at least in the United States with this message and think where 10 million people could go with that. When you start that ripple, think where that can go around the world oh and if we just start right here start right here at home and and go from there think about that 
that's yeah. Okay. So are you, so do you do that through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube? How are yes, you speaking I, 10 million people? <laughs> I'm hoping through speaking engagements, but I also have a Facebook group and I do videos every Tuesday. Little short, they're not no more than five minutes. So it's just, so it's a snippet so people to take with them. And they do those every Tuesday. And then I'm constantly posting uh, uh, just kindness quotes on kindness, just things to flash out there. So people are thinking, like Saturday, and I, I just thought it was cute. It was a little mouse and it said, just happy Saturday. I'm sending you love and kindness. And so many people came back and said, thank you. And I'm right. like, if it's just a silly little thing I saw and put it out there and people, it brightened people's day. And I think that's what helps. Yeah. Helps everything. Um, you know, and, and I also use national days. So uh, like national hot chocolate days coming up and just, Hey, as a mom, if you have time, there are some moms who stay at home and have can make better able to do it. Just have the kids come over after school and have a hot chocolate hour after school. And maybe, or if there's another mom out there that really needs a break or needs some time to do something specific, just say, come on over. We'll have a well, hot, cho hot chocolate and whatever with the kids. It'll be fun. And, you know, just help each other out uh, kind of thing. And that's what I do. Or there's puzzle day. And I found out just like here in Cincinnati, the soup kitchen down and over the Rhine and yeah. the gospel mission. Mm -hmm. They, um, I didn't know people hung out at the soup kitchen after they ate. Evidently they do. <laughs> so the soup kitchen, do you have playing cards? Do you have puzzles? Just things for people to do and interact with. So, you know, as I said, donate those things yeah. to them. And um, I know the city gospel mission does, um, either free childcare or low cost childcare and for different age groups. And they're always looking for things like that. So on national puzzle day, donate a puzzle to an organization. And the greatest thing about a lot of these organizations today, thank God for technology, they'll list, they'll go to their website and there'll be a list. This is what we need. Right. And so take, you know, puzzles and cards were two things that came up lately. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, before I, I had this opportunity to speak with you, I'm thinking, I think I made it harder in my head than it has to be, right? It's I'm not thinking, It's not. It's, it's not. not. You need to keep it simple. It's like you're driving and someone is pulling out of McDonald's or something and they want to get in front of you on your lane. Wave them in, right? Just help Why? <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, how am I going to be kind? Like, what does that even mean? And... I'm thinking it's simple, stiff little things. What was one thing at a grocery? One of my favorite things I saw at a grocery store, there was a mom and she had a toddler in her cart and it was crying. We've all been there. Hello. And she was trying to get one of those stupid produce bags open. And you could, you could just see the frustration and she's just, you know, the kids crying, I can't get the bag open. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Some guy came around, opened the bag, handed it back to her. You'd have thought he handed her a bar of gold. She oh, was like, thank you. And it, how easy it, I said, this is where, when you're, when you're on your journey and you start doing the little things, well, then you start to see opportunities to be kind. And it's so simple, so easy to do. And, you know, like I said, I try not to stress parents out, just weave it in. Where are you at? 
Where do you have to go? Just weaving into your day-to-day activities. And I think it's important that as we start out as parents, taking this initiative, not to be hard on ourselves. If if we drop the ball or we lack Mm -hmm. that consistency starting out, because just like any other habit, it's going to take time and reinforcement to Mm -hmm. a new tradition or something new into our family. Right. Right. And use those sticky notes, use whatever, you know, the worry stones, use whatever works for you because it's different for everybody uh, in that you can easily leave it into your day. Uh, Use, use that, use whatever works to help you keep that in the back of your mind. When you mentioned this just little meme, it, it reminded me that sometimes um, we don't really have a strong self-esteem. You know, mm-hmm. I think when people, I remember this one time, I'm I am a single mom myself of three boys, yes. and I was married uh, for 17 and a half years. And I remember um, I was walking into a place of business, and this gentleman held open the door for me. And I like stood there. Because I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> like, you can go through the door. And I'm like, well, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm holding the door for you. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never had that. He's like, you've never had that? And I'm like, no. He's like, you need to have it more often. And like for people, I mean, I'm still working on the whole self-esteem issue. Yeah, but sometimes sure. I think when we get this... um you know, snippet of kindness, it's almost not life-changing, but it, it helps like break us open. And it's like, oh my God, I am deserving of kindness. I am deserving of, because we just get in the hamster wheel in our head, right? Of whatever we tell ourselves and to have something externally come to us that brightens our day, that helps us shine, that kind of reinforces that maybe we need to step out of our head a little bit. You know, it it's just like, I still remember, oh, there's your cat. He this is Marvin. He, we rescued Marvin from underneath the car. Oh, he, <laughs> he weighed one pound. He's a year and a half old. He weighed a pound when I found him. Oh my God. Now look, now look at him. <laughs> it's black velvet. I bet he's so- He's a sweetie. Delicious. He is very soft. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. Be off with you. <laughs> I don't know. I just, as you're talking about that and, and you, you mentioned the meme, I'm like, a lot, and people were thanking you. I think a lot of us yes. like that hug thing. No one uh-huh. gets four hugs a day, you know? That's sad. It's yeah. really sad. <laughs> it is really sad, Teresa. It is. I mean, outside of hugging our kids and Sophie the pug who's asleep on my bed. You know, um, yeah, I, I don't think many adults have that kind of ingrained anymore. You oh, know, wow. it, it's uh, it's really I, ju- I, I joined a church about six months ago and they're all about the hugs <laughs> there. It took me. They actually had took a step back. So I'm like, OK, this is, I like this. And now it's just, you know, normal. <laughs> but it That's took so it's sad that I, it took me back. That I took me by surprise. And I thought, God, that's thinking back, I think that's really sad. But now it's like the greatest thing ever. You are worthy. We are worthy of that tactile reinforcement, the hugs, the kindness, the, yeah. Absolutely. That one of the things when you were looking for a new church that helped Mm -hmm. you 
tip your decision to go with that? That, yeah, once we went there, um, and, and it was just basically they, um, I'm Christian, um, they really go by the Bible. They don't go, go by what is in to go by today. And I, and right. he's, and the pastor, the two pastors say, this is what's in the Bible. This is what we believe. Take it or leave it. Right. And they make no excuses. And if they lose parishioners because, or members, right. because they don't agree with that, that's okay. But the funny thing is they got two members because of what they said. So they <laughs> might lose some uh, and gain some. And, and he said, that's okay. That's yeah. okay. Um, so that's really why it was the, this is what we believe in and this is what we're following and we don't care what the rest of the world is doing. This is what we're going to do. That's actually, that's what got me in the door. Once I was in the door, it was nothing but love. There's no judgment, zero, zero, not from one person. Yeah. Which also caught me off guard. Um, and, and hugs, they're just always hugging yeah hugs high fives you know the whole thing a really beautiful community i bet that is an amazing community it truly is so speak that when you are your authentic self and Mm -hmm. you stand in your power and you just own it the right people will come right exactly kind of like with your platform you're spreading the message that kindness has so many so many positive effects we don't even see mm-hmm. and we won't even see that to do that authentically and to continue to do that without the expectation of anything in return, I think is mm-hmm. really where it becomes generosity and it's part of what you're saying. It gets woven into you when you mm-hmm. switch that mental shift of not wanting to get anything back in return, it, it it goes to that serotonin. I have felt that when I've done things and I'm like, I'm a great person. And, <laughs> you know, and that's, it, and that's great. <laughs> and, and so the right people will find you. Yes. The, the right church found you. Like Found me. Oh, and, oh. Um, you know, and it's <laughs> that authentic messaging. So yes, that's amazing. So what are some short-term goals that you're going to do in the next few months? So our listeners can look forward to that. Yeah. Well, my short-term goals, I just, like I said, I kind of revamped my message or changed my message to a new series of the how to be kind in difficult situations. So you'll see, you'll see little, little tips um, on my Tuesday videos and that's on my Facebook group. So it's Facebook groups, Journey in Kindness with Teresa Ramirez. Uh-huh. And I know that's long. <laughs> and, and it's also on YouTube, Journey in Kindness with Teresa Ramirez. And I those come out every Tuesday. And I just continue to um, speak, speak to groups, schools, wherever I'm needed. Yeah. And I just can, I'm going to continue that on right now. I think it's beyond needed. We're in, yes. we haven't even finished the first month of the year. And if you read the news, which I choose not to, because I mean, I'm with you. I don't either. <laughs> People have to tell me what's going on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There is just so much pain and hurt that mm-hmm. we need more of you. You know what I mean? 
Um, yes. Yes. Not to encourage you to clone yourself, but like <laughs> you really need more of that, the kindness and, and the it, effect and everything. And somebody know. said, do you need people to speak, to help, you know, cover the speakings? I said, and when I start to talk, you have to be passionate about this. And my, yes. and then because it's probably because it's my baby. If you're not passionate about this, I don't want you speaking. <laughs> right. You have to. And as you know, even as we talk, I'm sure I get excited about you do. everything. It's amazing. <laughs> I just get excited about all of it. Um, and I know since we're both in Cincinnati, you know, I was so proud of the city when De- uh, when the Damar Hamlin thing hit, because I think I knew people in the stands and they said, yeah, we were talking smack and we were being this and aggressive and stuff. And, and when we found out something was really wrong, the compassion came out. Yeah. And we're really sorry. You know, it's like the light switch. Absolutely. Went off. And yeah. I said, and, you know, and I had to go down by the university hospital. And it wasn't just a block of people. It went all the way around the hospital signs, you know, uh, balloons, everything, just encouraging um, Damar and his family and the team yeah. as well. Right. I yeah. They had to move the, somebody was like, the, the news people are in the way we need space here for our signs. It was kind of funny. <laughs> that is, that is, I was really proud of Cincinnati too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that did speak volumes, and I'm so grateful he's okay. And yes, and who'd have thought? You know, when you think about it, then it spread to okay. The team had prayer on the field, but there were the commentators were praying in in the box in the box in the sound boxes. So I was like, whoever thought that would happen? I right. just yeah, you know, that's amazing. So, yeah, but that, that but that's how the, the kindness ripple works, exactly. and and it's just and it did spread. And we just need more of that. Absolutely. And nothing got it. I, nothing to happen as bad as what happened to Devar. Right. <laughs> that, but we should be able to do that without something that catastrophic. That proactive piece. Yes. Yes. So when it's time to air your episode, I'm going mm-hmm. to link your YouTube um, and I'll put a link to your Facebook so people can join. Is it a private group or? No, it's a public group. Okay. But they, yeah, it's a public group. That's okay. Yeah, I yeah, I waffled with that. You maybe you have we waffled with it, make but because it's kindness, I didn't want to shut anybody out. Right. <laughs> so true. And so that's why it's public, it's a public group. But um I think people would be happy to be kindness ambassadors, and especially mm-hmm. when they listen to how passionate you are and just the smallest things that we can do to integrate mm-hmm. that into our lives. Um I bet you're going to reach your 10 million people. No doubt. No doubt. I won't even know when you hit it because everybody. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to tell Trisha Meyer, who is okay. the director of our, our, the weekend degree program that you were in and uh, that you say hello. She remembers okay. you. And oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. She did. It and she's like, okay, that. <laughs> like okay, okay. So I, I think Thank she you. absolutely. She she remembers. I mean, she's been there for twenty five years, so mm-hmm. she definitely remembers um, the the students that that came through the program and and are there themselves reaching goals. So it's a it's a beautiful reflection. And um, I'll tell her you said hello and. And really, um, I will be in touch because this is very important. Please, please, 
please, please do. And so I'm grateful you took this time to get to know me. And now that we're in Cincinnati, I hope this is not the last time we speak. I hope not. I said, I wish we could, you know, meet somewhere and have a coffee. <laughs> I would love that. Okay. I see that in our short-term goals. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great day. Thank All you. All right. Thanks, Wendy. Take care.